both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, uh, gardens, plants, and trees of all sorts serve as symbols of growth and decay um, in the spiritual life. The very first story of the Bible in Genesis uh, takes place in the garden called Eden. And in today's gospel passage, Jesus tells us a parable along a similar line. Your spiritual life is like the fig tree, and you are the gardener. Your spiritual life is planted in the Lord's orchard. We've been talking about our devotion to the Holy Eucharist, our devotion to uh, the rosary, and those are very important parts of one's spiritual life. And if our life is grounded in God's spiritual life, is grounded in God's orchard, in him, um, we have to come to grips with this in the sense that in that this fact that we are accountable to the Lord, um, just as in today's parable, the gardener is accountable to the owner of the orchard. We're going to be accountable to God one day for bearing spiritual fruit for our lives here on earth. And that's why we're here in this life, to bear good fruit. If we believed, as some of our uh, uh, fellow Christians do, our Protestant brothers and sisters, that the entire point of our relationship with Jesus is to be saved, you know, if that's it, then in a real sense, it would be better off if we died right after we were baptized, because then we would be saved. But the whole truth, the fullness of the truth, is that salvation comes to us only at the end of our life here on earth, if we have been faithful to tending our spiritual life. And this tending and bearing fruit happens through the many ways that our spiritual life nourishes our daily life. Things like the relationship between spouses and the decisions that they make together. Relationships between parents and their children. Uh, The many situations where children are called to respect their parents and obey their decisions. Uh, Relationships between employers and employees. Uh, Relationships among, among neighbors and friends and so on. And so this holy season of Lent, it's really a a natural time for us to imagine um, in the context of our own prayer life, uh, a conversation taking place like the one in today's parable, that the Lord is asking each of you uh, during Lent to offer an account of your spiritual life. And you, in reply, should be willing to make the words of the gardener your own. Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. And there's two things here that the gardener is promising to do, to to cultivate and to fertilize. And the cultivation of our spiritual life means to use every tool at our disposal to build up the graces that God has founded in our lives, as well as the graces that he continues to give us uh, every day of our life. And there's also many ways to to fertilize our prayer life, our spiritual life, but especially during this season of Lent, one of them is to uh, acknowledge that, if you'll pardon the expression, you know, that even the manure in our lives 
can contribute to long-term spiritual growth. And, and, and when we're in that present moment, though, of, of times like that, um, it can be difficult. But in the overall picture, um, we can make a lot of good gains through that fertilizer for our spiritual life. You know, or, or to be more theological about it, we need to acknowledge in our heart that God can create his grace in our lives, even in the very midst of that suffering. Or to put it in, in another way, we need to recognize that God can bring good out of evil. And if we're having a hard time um, understanding that, you know, just try praying the rosary um, without taking your eyes off the crucifix, you know, for the whole rosary. Um, that's, the, that's the perfect expression the, the best expression, I guess, that we have of how a good can come from a great evil. And so in this season of Lent, our, our Lord Jesus is calling us to walk more closely with him as he travels to Calvary and to recognize how deep his love is for us and how deep um, it must be, his love must be, uh, for him to accept death on the cross when he has really no reason to do so except for his love for us. And that's the exact same love that God has planted in you and within you and ask you to tend it and to cultivate it. And may God bless you all.